It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. It was exhilarating. It was energizing. Oh, yeah. If it weren't exhilarated by this, this challenge to the monopoly of violence, by this shifting of the balance of power, then they would not be human. I was exhilarating. All right. That was muffled. But that bright spot in humanity was Cornell professor Russell Rickland. He said he was he was energized, mm. enthused, amazed at the Hamas attack on Israel. A Cornell that- history professor sta- stood there, grabbed himself a microphone. I think it was a bullhorn, actually. Mm-hmm. Stood up literally on a soapbox, and he started preaching to whoever would listen to him. Yep, and uh, you know what? He's a tenured professor, so now... Oh, he's locked in then. Yeah, well, similar to what they've done on other campuses, and they've done write-ins. Who was, the, who was that one professor that got like 40,000 signatures against her? Oh, she did, that's right. She did a similar situation. Right. Uh, get rid of her. So this guy at Cornell, same thing. But, I mean, to sit there and say you were energized by what you just heard the Hamas leaders say, I'm like, okay. There is a problem there. Can you get rid of – how difficult is it to get rid of a tenured professor? I think that's really tough. They're kind of like dug in, aren't they? Uh, well, I've and always also, thought that. Also, and I'll say it. You know, it's his right to say it. It is. I support his free speech right to say that. But here's the thing. There's also a backlash that should come. And I would love to see the amount of big donor – I've seen people threaten this online. Let's see if they follow through with it. Big money people taking their money away from that. Well, true. Take or, their money away. Or these history families that, you know, like uh, the Bushes at Harvard or right. Yale. Do they stop giving money? Do they stop sending their offspring there and the great-grandchildren and the great-great-grandchildren? Oh, because, you know, Grandpa went here and there's buildings named after him. Yeah, I, the legacy stuff. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think it's going to affect legacy families at all. They may make a phone call. Put it this I, way. I think we're going to have a big effect. I think they're going to – Harvard's brand, because of these idiot kids, is, is damaged – Greatly. In fact, they want some money now for their for the defense for legal defense. Oh, please! You know what? Just throw supporting them out of the Hamas. School. Please. But yeah. that brand now that you had that billionaire fund hedge fund manager Bill Ackman, where he said, "Well, I wouldn't hire these kids." That that that's a bad hit to their brand. And I that's think when you start having people take their money away. Good. I think it's a big hit to all Ivy League schools. But you look at Harvard specifically in this case, or Cornell, although not is it, it's not considered Ivy League. It's maybe uh, just a half step below. It is. It's like in the AAA. You know, so it's you think you're spending, I mean, and you're spending a great deal of money to send your child there sure. to get that, oh, you know, NBA from Harvard or, you know, law degree from Harvard or undergrad from Harvard. Uh, it, it's, it carries a lot of weight. I think that weight is getting a little bit lighter. Yeah, I think so. I wouldn't, send my, I wouldn't send my kid to Harvard or Brown. The, that's the only thing that's going to change th- these, you know, the boards for, from who they're hiring for admissions, uh, leadership, who they're accepting as students. It's got to change. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Stop, stop infecting them with people that hate this country. Well, Trump said that yesterday in Iowa. He said one of the first things to do is, you know, when they said they were talking about letting people from the Gaza Strip, all these refugees in the United States, he goes, why would you let people in this country that hate this country? It it needs to be stopped. You got people from Yemen, Somalia, Libya, Syria. They're all coming from every which way but loose through the southern border, and we just willy-nilly let them in. Oh, but I'm sure we can vet them. Hey, do you want to live here? Yeah. Okay, come on in. 
<laughs> sure, yeah. that'll work. Mm-hmm. And then you have this situation at FAU in Boca Raton. Wow. Took a while for people to research it before they came out with this claim from the pictures, from the video. This is from, remember Wednesday? It was a yeah. Big, it was a big uh, pro-Palestine rally on the campus of FAU, and there was a counter-protest. Well, pretty much confirmed now. <laughs> Among this chant were actual Taliban flags. In, in in Florida, in Boca Raton. What are they, they saying? Free, free Palestine? I think so. So several news outlets, I'm reading now for the Daily wow. Wire, where they, they, they matched up the flags with what this is apparently considered the, the new Taliban flag, by the way. There's a new version. What, they have a marketing upgrade? What is this? Okay, I I guess they thought they needed a refresher look. Who knows? And they matched it up in the crowd, the Taliban flag during the pro-Palestine protest. So do you think these kids that were carrying these flags knew they were pro-Taliban flags, or they just thought they were Palestinian flags? I don't know. It's a Hmm. good question. Hmm. I try to buy one, by the way. I I don't know where you get a Taliban flag. Unless you make it. Is I, it like Taliban.com? I, I have no idea. Is it on Amazon? <laughs> you know, what? Are there I, sales? I, I, I don't know where you would go about getting one of these things. What is it? Just the, the black flag with the white writing on yes, it? Yes, that's that what one. it is. Right. Okay. So right. you would have you would have to that's an effort to get that then. I, so they know exactly what they were flying. Uh, without a doubt, because now that you say that, yes, because you can't find one. But, you know, it, it was originally the, pro, the, the people who put it together, the pro-Palestine demonstration. Right. It was put together by the FAU Muslim Student Organization. Okay. And uh, they said it was a peaceful uh, protest, and uh, they had already had cops on campus because they were expecting others to come from the other side, obviously. Uh, they had one uh, is, Israeli woman, like, clocked in the face by somebody on the Palestinian side. Yeah, there so was the, arrest there. Uh, that woman got arrested for assault, not the one that got hit. But. Three arrests overall, whatever. And, and the school, FAU, by the way, said that we stand with Israel and, you know, blah, blah, blah. They're not supporting the Taliban flags, but this is a growing story. <laughs> Come on. Wow. I Have you seen a Taliban flag anywhere else? I don't think so. Well, I mean, at all the, like, Dearborn, Michigan, you said how many people were there last night? Like 5,000? Oh, there are thousands of people there. So, right. you know, and it's all pro-Palestine, by the way. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't see Taliban flags flying there, so it makes you wonder where they got them from. I don't know. Closer to home, what's the biggest speeding ticket you've ever gotten, the highest amount? Mm, 285 bucks. From where? Georgia. They don't mess around in Georgia. No, and that was years ago. This guy in Georgia got a $1.4 million speeding oh. ticket. <laughs> And it wasn't a typo. Come on. Nope. God's honest truth. Wow, a million four. Here's his story. One million four hundred and eighty thousand and thirty-two dollars and fifty-one cents. The lady told me on the phone. I, I told her this might be a typo. I don't know. I'm not sure. And I told her the amount it was. And she said, "No, sir. That's the correct amount. You either pay the one point four million dollars or appear in court on December the twenty-first at one thirty p.m." So uh-huh. they put the amount on there to make sure people show up. Yeah. Well, that's, you know what they say? It's a, it's a placement hold. They know you're going to show up in court or you get stuck with a $1.4 million fine. By the way, this guy for going 50, 90 and a 55 is looking at a $5,000 fine. Minimum. 90 and a 55 is way too fast. By yeah, the way. He, was, he was going pretty fast. Yeah. I, you know, and I don't know where it was. But they said it's the only way they can ensure that people will show up for their court date is if they make the ticket so astronomical that you're forced to 
to I I was in a line of people getting and I rolled through a stop sign with the 10 other people and they nailed me because I was the only Florida plate. I swear to this day, two hundred eighty five dollars. And I looked at the cop and I went, there were four people in front. of. I didn't see them. I said, or the five behind didn't see them either. So it isn't that convenient. You were the last one of the pack. Yeah. So they nailed me for two eighty five, and I had to go to Atlanta to fight it. I was like, okay, no thanks. I'll they complained about it. Could have been one point four million. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> I just rolled through a stop sign. Come right. on. Well, is it going to cost that much uh, to to ride Brightline? <laughs> not, not oh far my off. God! They just released their like I guess season ticket packages to ride the train. Ooh, it's a lot. We got that, and uh, the Speaker of the House battle too. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Keep going over and over again. Tomorrow you expect multiple roll calls. Well, look, I felt good walking into the conference. I feel even better now. we got a few more people we want to talk to, listen to, uh, and then we'll have a vote tomorrow. Jim Jordan, confident going into today's vote. Hey, by the way, we haven't had a speaker at the House in a, in a little while here. Mm-hmm. We've been okay. <laughs> I think they tend to hype this thing up as, you know, the country's falling apart. We're yeah, going to be they, okay. They can't do anything as a, as an entity until... Isn't that weird? They, they don't do much when they are together. I, okay, that's, you make a very valid point. But you're right. We need to get this done. Yeah, it's it's and, and I hope it doesn't drag on, you know, like it did last time with Kevin McCarthy. Uh, I, what was that? Was that 15 votes? I think it was 15 or 16. Maybe 15? It was, was it, a, it was a record breaker. I mean, I remember I was in the hospital when it was happening. I was like, are they ever going to get a speaker in the house? I don't know. And, and I always wonder, you know, in the event Jim Jordan doesn't win the majority today and he has to go back, you campaign. Uh, what, kind of, what kind of promises are you making to people and what deals are you making to get their vote? Well, that's the concern because Mr. Hairflop, what's his name? Mike Rogers there with the horrendous toupee. He flipped yesterday. He flipped his lid. Well, it makes you wonder, what was he offered? Right. And right? that's the big concern. People are already saying, oh, I hope Jim Jordan doesn't whip out on this to get their votes and the, the rhinos. And he's probably not going to, though. In fact, he's, he sounded pretty uh, sounded pretty confident yesterday. Mr. Jordan, how many votes are you willing to go through tomorrow? Are you going to just keep going? We need to get a speaker tomorrow. Um, the American people deserve to have their Congress, their House of Representatives working. Um, and you can't have that happen until you get a speaker. So we need to do that. Yeah. Hmm. Well, he does sound fairly confident. So it makes you wonder if he knows he's got the votes to win. And then they move on. Yeah, I think so he then knows. I, th- I think he's got it, and I think it's going to be over. They vote today, what, at like 12 o'clock? Right. Oh, they're not going to lunch. Look at the bright side. At least they're working through lunch. When he gets it, Trump <laughs> will claim full responsibility for him getting that, which is a, it actually is a big win for Trump, believe it or not. Well, yeah, he, Jim Jordan's a big fan of his, too. So, yeah, it, it, I'm sure Trump will be thrilled that Jim Jordan is there. It's it's a few people may not be, but we shall see. I just hope they get it done in a day mm, or kidding. on the first vote. And we're not here like in a week talking about it. I'm sick of it. Trump had a day. He got his partial gag order, which he expected out of the state of New York. And then he got to talk about it like an hour later as he hit the road in Iowa. But it's it's so un, so unconstitutional. The good thing is we have so much support. It's incredible. So and it just makes it even more so. Look, I'm the only guy that ever got indicted. I got indicted more than Alphonse Capone. Did anyone ever hear of Al- <laughs> Alphonse Capone? <laughs> Have you ever heard anybody call Al Capone Alphonse? That's a first for me. Wow. Never heard of Alphonse. Alphonse Capone. Alphonse, what did maybe, you do? Maybe his mother called him Alphonse, but I don't know about everybody else. There's more in the gag order. Today, a judge put on a gag order. I'll be the only politician in history 
that runs with a gag order where I'm not allowed to criticize people. Can you imagine this? Do you believe this? I'm not allowed to criticize people. And it'll get him how many more votes? Million? Uh, million, two. Million, two. Easily. Because people look at that and how are you supposed to run for a political office when you can't talk about your opponents? It's like, okay, because what, you say bad things about them? You call him crooked Joe Biden or you call him, you know, what did he right. call? I, I'm just thinking, what, what did he call, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jeb Bush. What do you call? Low energy? Low energy. Low energy Jeb. I mean, look at the names he gave people. He broke Jeb. Yeah. Everybody well. talks about Trump ending the Clintons. He also ended the Bushes. Yes. That may have, may have been a bigger accomplishment because that was within his own party. And and the Bushes were more Democrat than Republican by any stretch of the I never liked George Bush. I was never a big fan of his. I don't yeah. even think I voted for him. That's how much I disliked him. And I, I like that. Jeez. He was not good. All right. What is not good is we have talked about Brightline and their new service to Orlando. And the comments here in this show have always been, and I think probably at your dinner table as well, who can afford to take the damn thing? Not looking like anybody can. So they came out yesterday with these uh, shared passes that are for an extended use, either 30-day to 90-day. All stations shared pass between South Florida and Orlando. You have to use it 90 days, but it's a shared pass. So you could use it. Then you could give it to one of your kids or your wife or your husband. But it starts at $1,200. Starts. And for how long? 90 days. That's preposterous that's a lot of money sorry unless you're going every day to orlando you know then even then so what nine three months are up you got to re-up for another 1200 bucks but it's only 12 rides it's not even like every day so 12 rides for 1200 dollars. that's 100 bucks wow that's a lot of money i think it's more money than like universal or something no that that's no Okay, Brightline has another one for rides between like Miami and West Palm Beach, and right. you can stop at all of them. Uh, it is it starts at two hundred and twenty nine dollars for twelve rides, but you're going to do that in thirty days, and you can share that one. The one you don't share is three hundred and ninety nine bucks, and you get forty rides in thirty days. That's try- a lot of money. I'm trying to look up. They're trying to make this thing like. The New York, Boston, Washington, D.C. Acela train that's connected to Amtrak, right? All right. From what I can see so far, Brightline is even more than that. Wow. Really? Wow. It's, uh, if you look at it though, if you use the one, the solo pass for 400 bucks, 40 rides, you got to use it in 30 days. Well, that's, wow. That means you're really, you're, you're using Brightline a lot. It's ten bucks a it's ten bucks a ticket. I just don't see. I don't. I don't think we're there yet. I think it's great that it's here, but they got to come way down off that. I, wow. I, 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 do you see this market supporting that? No. They, they hardly support anything. No, I, I don't. You know what? I, I love the people. Well, if I took my car, it's going to cost me fifty dollars in gas. It's a hundred dollars wear and tear. Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right, I'm driving. Sorry, it's just that simple. Twelve rides. I'm, I'm just, I'm just doing the math here. It's 100 bucks a ticket if you buy the $1,200 pass. So I don't know what it costs. What, what did we come? Was it 179 from here to Orlando? How many people? They're trying to go after, obviously, working. They're trying to spread the state out. If you work in South Florida or you work in Orlando to get there and make it easier. Because that, that, that's who would get a yearly or monthly pass, right? And, and maybe There's this not is, enough people right now who are actually doing that to justify that. Either that or this is like a corporate incentive kind of thing. 
you know, hey, you live in Miami, but we'll let you work here in Orlando and we'll buy you the Brightline Pass. Oh, uh, yeah. You I, know? You'd, I'd, I, I'd negotiate that in. I That would have to be part of the deal because this is it's fairly expensive. Well, that's, that's, I don't know. I'd rather drive. I think the market Sorry, is going to correct that one. Here wow. we got rapid fire coming up. First time today, we go around the room with some headlines, update you on everything that we've heard just past bottom of the hour. Stick around for that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Time for Jenna Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. What's good? What do you know? It's not all good, but uh, we'll update you on anything going on in the world that we hear about. Jen, what's your first one? Well, this hopefully is good. Our president is going to travel to Israel tomorrow. Uh, the Secretary of State Antony Blinken made the announcement in Jerusalem yesterday. Uh, the irony here is Blinken just did the same tour. He went to Israel, then right. he went to Jordan, then he went to Egypt or Egypt, Jordan, and then he came back. And that's exactly what our president's going to do. He's going to meet with you know Netanyahu first in Israel. Then he's going to Jordan. He's going to meet with Jordan's king, Abdullah. Then he's going to go to Egypt to meet with, I can't say that guy's name, or the Palestinian president's name, Abbas. So he's doing exactly what Blinken just did. So the question would be, did the, all these people, these heads of state say, uh, where's the big guy? How come you're here? To Blinken. And that's they, why, you know, Biden's going. They may have or it may have been internal pressure because at some point he has to go over there to make a visit. Yeah. It well, can't just be Blinken. Who knows? True. And in the meantime, we are sending uh, 2,000 troops who are on guard. They're on standby. Yeah. Uh, we sent the USS Eisenhower team out to the Mediterranean. That's an aircraft carrier group. Uh, the F- Gerald Ford is already there. So, I mean, we're beefing up things. They got A-10s, F-15s, and F-16s. We're sending over missiles. We're giving them everything we got. Yeah. So, hopefully it helps. To your point, Jen, with his meeting, uh, Biden's meeting with King Abdullah the second there from Jordan, he just came out and said, no refugees, no Palestinian refugees will be allowed in Jordan or Egypt. <laughs> and we haven't <laughs> okay, said that yet. Right. Now there's more of a push for the United States to take him in without any vetting process than there is in Jordan. Right. Wonderful. But the neighboring countries are just like, nope, not happening. In the meantime, the focus has really turned to, you know, people who are held hostage and those who are missing. Uh, some of the videos are getting released now of especially the Israeli younger people from the music festival. Some of the videos, hostage videos and pictures are coming out now. Some of it's just heartbreaking because they have parents over there reacting to it. Yeah, I just watched one of, one of this beautiful girl who was just taken, and she's now with Hamas. Yeah. Uh, she's a hostage, and the mother's pleading, you know, please it's get my daughter back. Heartbreaking. In the meantime, getting Americans back, specifically Floridians back from Israel, has taken on a new focus. Remember we had the story yesterday of uh, that Operation Dynamo? Right. Based out of Tampa, where DeSantis on Sunday night met them at the airport, took in 270 people from Israel. Now, the head of that Operation Project Dynamo is fully crediting Governor DeSantis for getting this done. The people on that flight, by the way, that the first one that came in because they're going to do others, have all criticized the federal government. Yep. They said the federal government got in the way. The founder is Brian Stern. He says it's the first time any government agency has assisted him financially. He's wow. talking to the Tampa Bay Times. He's talked to the emergency management director, Kevin Guthrie. Remember him for the hurricane? Right. 
Uh, in 20 minutes, he says, it took after a 20-minute phone call, it took the funding, the assistance, and the clearance we needed to get a, to Floridians back home. How do you like that? From Israel. Well, you know, kudos to our governor. Stay governor, please. Stop running for the presidency. Wow. And he's probably going to do another couple of flights. I don't know. Yeah, they said they're going to continue. It'd be nice to see other states do the same thing, but do they have the funding that they we have here in Florida? Right. Amazing job so far with that. That's, that's for sure. Um, so this this happened yesterday in Belgium, guys. You know, we heard about the what was it, Hamas said the uh, International Day of Terror, whatever they were calling their stupid jihad. thing on Friday. Yeah, yeah the right. Jihad Day. On Friday, you know, thankfully nothing happened with the United States, but Europe wasn't so lucky. You know, they had a school attack on that day on Friday where a former student came in proclaiming to be Islamic, terrorist, all this different stuff, and stabbed a teacher and a student. Oh, and lovely. then yesterday, they have uh, Euro Cup qualifiers going on right now in soccer throughout mm-hmm. uh, Europe. Sweden was supposed to play Belgium yesterday, which is actually a really big match, two really good teams. And this Islamic terrorist from uh, Tunisia came in to Belgium yesterday and killed two people. Oh, Swedish nationals who were there for the match between Belgium and Sweden. It was right at the stadium? It was it was outside on the street, yeah. And he God. just indiscriminately killed two people, you know, proclaims, you know, Allah, everything. And uh, he was eventually caught after a manhunt for a while. I think they caught him this morning, actually. Yeah, he's dead. So, oh, well. they said uh, the report was he's been neutralized by Belgian police. Yeah, they don't they don't compromise there. In, in other foreign countries? So no, and do also... bad things, they either cut your head off or they just shoot you. Well, also in Paris, they had to evacuate the Louvre over the weekend because of a bomb threat. So these things are happening in Europe. Thankfully, nothing has happened in America. We hope, hope it yes. stays that way. But, I mean, all the people that came in from these, you know, Islamic countries and they, who end up being extremists... Wide open immigration. This is what happens. You can't vet them all. You can't. No. Not all of them that came in are like that, but plenty of them are enough to cause trouble. You know, the vast majority are just hardworking people who want a good life, but you don't know how many extremists are, you know, in with the herd, and then you get people like this. God. It's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, we need good news. This Go is good news. An American institution. We may actually have to cheer for the Dallas Cowboys. What? AT&T Stadium's going to become Dollywood Thanksgiving Day. Dallas Cowboys have announced that Dolly Parton will perform at the halftime show. Really? They're playing the Washington Commanders. And why is Dolly Parton performing at the halftime show? It is the kickoff of the Salvation Army Red Kettle campaign. And she is the spokesperson for them. They right. help four and a half million people during the holiday season. She's going to have to up Ezekiel Elliott's move of jumping into the kettle. You remember that? <laughs> yes. I do remember that. He got and, and they, they find him. <laughs> I mean, he got the camera put on the Salvation Army logo more than he would have, and they find him. I know. I'm, it was so stupid. Uh, the game airs at 4.30, by the way. She says she will perform one of her songs from her a rock star album. Oh, cool. One of the 25 we've heard so far? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I'll take your fluff story and I'll raise you an even fluffier story. Uh-oh. Wolfgang Van Halen is now a married man. No. The Wolfie. Wow. The uh, waistline challenge son of Eddie. <laughs> he's a he's a big one. He is. Big he's, kid. He's, he's a big he's a, kid. Yeah. But he's awesome. The son of Eddie Van Halen. Wed his fiance. In a ceremony at their LA home, Wolfgang walked down the aisle with his mom, Valerie Bertinelli. Oh, that's cool. Very yeah. cool. So it's nice to see because it was just recently uh, Eddie Van Halen's birthday. So it was nice to nice, nice. nice to see that tradition carry on. His band is great, by the way. Wolfie's That's awesome. band? What's it called? Mammoth WVH, I think. Okay. Fantastic.
Uh, that's oh, that's cool. I like mammoth see, nice, in nice regard fluff. to his size. Is that well, why it's called yeah. mammoth? It was actually, I guess, the original <laughs> name of Van Halen was Mammoth, and he wanted to kind of honor them, and he, oh. that's why he took the name. Oh, I didn't know that. About that, he is very good, though. You now know more about Wolfgang Van Halen than you did five minutes ago. <laughs> that's so so true. But thank you so very much. <laughs> I appreciate it, and I will up your fluff. I see your fluff it and up you even more about an upcoming movie. I saw this report and I just thought, wow, that's a really. It sounds like a really cool I movie. I know what it is. No, you do. Yeah, I think so. Oscar Isaac, Jason Momoa, and Gerard Butler. Oh God, no. Okay. So Oscar Isaac, if you know, he played uh, Poe in the Star Wars movies. He was in that show Moon Knight. That was a Marvel show on Disney+. Plus. He's been a bunch of things. And Great he's actor. from here, by the way. Is he really? Yeah, he's from South Florida. He spent a lot of time at Palm Beach County. Oh, I had no Who's idea. Who's this man that you speak of? Oscar Isaac. If you know, if you see his face, you'll, you'll you know. He's Poe. Exactly. He's Poe I Denver. don't know who Poe is. From the new Star Wars movies. And actually, they're coming out with a Moon Knight season two. So if you watch that series on Disney+, Plus, it was pretty interesting, to say the least. Uh, Jason Momoa, we know who that is. And Gerard Butler, you know who that is. They're all going to be in this new movie called In the Hand of Dante. The film follows a scholar who steals a valuable manuscript to find the New York Mafia. Sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> Come on! I thought I you were going to be talking about the Chuck Norris film. What? And Vanilla Ice in Zombie Plane. Okay, I need to see that. <laughs> Save that for next rapid fire because we're running out of stories. I, I was excited about that cast. Sound like a good movie, and then you uh, up me. That, yours, Steiner. I, I get about a thirty percent chance of watching that when it's on streaming. Oh yeah. no! Uh, Come on! Get about know. it, Steiner. I like it. You'll be the only one watching. I'll let you know how it is. Uh, the Speaker of the House battle, we got that coming up. We've got crazy kids on college campuses, but there's a pushback now. We'll tell you about that. And this is awesome. I would love to do this. A 16-year-old teen just got a car at an auction at a funeral. Wow. But it all makes sense. I think more people should do this. I think you should do this. Not an auction. It was a raffle. I think oh. you should do this. That and more coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. When I'm back in the Oval Office, we will cut off every penny of money that we send to the Palestinians and the terrorists on day one. We will fully support Israel in defeating, dismantling, and permanently destroying the terrorist group known as Hamas. Well, obviously, it was easy money knowing that Trump is going to say that on stage every time from here on out. But you know what he hasn't spoken out against yet? And he will. What's happening on college campuses? And there's too much evidence of it now to be just a handful of, of things. Well, and it's not only the students. It's now it's professors and, and it's look at it happened in our own backyard at FAU. They had uh, people arrested. They were carrying what kind of flag, Bill? Taliban flags. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and they, they made note a new one. There was an, <laughs> I guess the Taliban had a redesign. <laughs> Is it new wording? Means. I don't know. Because I, I don't read Arabic, so I, I don't know what it, was, it says. <laughs> it was Wednesday, and we remember we talked about it at the time. You talked about it because there were a couple of arrests mm -hmm. from this, and it took a few days through the weekend and into this week for people to research it, compare it to pictures uh, overseas, and here you go. Hmm. Uh, while this was going on, there were several students flying Taliban flags in Boca Raton at FAU. Free, 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 that's a that's a problem. And as we had a little wow. fun experiment in here, wondering out loud, how do you buy how do you buy a <laughs> Taliban flag? Amazon? Is there a Taliban store? You would have to work pretty hard. 
to get that flag. There's yeah. no possible way you don't know what it says if you grab that and you're flying that around. No, the, the question would be, uh, you know, what FAU is trying to say is it was a pro-Muslim group that uh, put it together. Sure. This protest said it was going to be a peaceful protest. They're saying people from outside the campus came on campus and joined the protest. I don't know if those are the people carrying the Taliban flag or if they are indeed FAU students. However, one of those people carrying a flag or on the pro-Palestinian side decided to elbow a woman from Israel in the face. Uh, That person was arrested, and there was another person arrested. There were a couple arrested. But uh, it's just – I I don't know if it's because they're – I first thought, well, they're brainwashed, and these kids don't know any better, and they they don't separate Hamas from the Palestinians. And then I thought, well, if you're carrying a flag like that – then you must know that the Taliban is like Hamas or ISIS, right? How could you not know? If you're carrying the flag. For for FAU's part, we should say this. Their statement said, we condemn the terrorist attacks that were carried out against civilian communities. We support Israel's right to defend itself, you know, and I'm sure they would denounce also people finding out these were Taliban flags in that crowd. But also they, you know, try to play devil's advocate here. On the university's part, they do walk a pretty delicate line here because they still have to support free speech where do you draw the line when you've got terrorist support going on at college campuses because mixed in with the pro-palestinian stuff you've got terrorist support you actually have people and some professors supporting hamas without a doubt that cannot stand what was that be cornell professor said he was energized after listening to the speech about hamas i'm like okay that's great you want that guy teaching your kids Mm -hmm. you can't have that I, I just read Gigi Hadid, you know, the whole family, they're part, she's part Palestinian. Apparently she went online, made a big thing about how I support the Palestinians. Uh, they have now had to change their phone numbers because they're getting death threats, the whole family. So here's a famous mm-hmm. model. And you can't tell me this chick doesn't have influence over young girls across the world. Right. So it's, but you know, she's Palestinian. She's not Hamas. But I don't think people understand what the even the president of the United States said. Hamas's sole purpose on this earth is to annihilate the Jews. Right. That was one of the best things he said. To clarify, really, it's the that's Hamas. That's not Palestinians. That's Hamas. Right. He distinguished that, but you can't have any gray area where you're even thinking about. Well, we need to listen. No, you can't have it. Now, Obama would not name ISIS. Oh, ISIL called it ISIL. Yeah. If you can't define who the problem is, you, you've got a bigger problem. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. And you know what? How do you separate the average Palestinian from Hamas? Because half of them are held hostage anyway. Mm. So it's, it's, it's not a good existence for anybody. All right, this will cheer you up. Please. I love this story. I think it's a good idea. This should be the trend at funerals and wakes throughout the country. Okay. <laughs> it's not as dark as that. Trust me. All right. It's what? actually a feel-good story, I'd say. All right. A 16-year-old kid in Oklahoma named Gabriella Bonham just got a free car. Wow, that's pretty cool. All right. Took a while. It was a year in the making. It stemmed from a funeral <laughs> in July of 2022. Before she passed away, a 68-year-old lady told her nephew to give her 2016 Volkswagen Beetle to somebody who showed up for her funeral. <laughs> not, so that, not somebody specific like in a will. Told him to raffle it off. So he has a raffle at the so, funeral? So they're walking into the funeral home. Here's you know your the ticket. little red ticket? <laughs> here's this, your half. Here's my your half. half. It's going in the bucket. We'll put the rest in the hat. Wow. And it turns out Gabriella won it. Holy cow. So uh, he announced the raffle in her obituary. <laughs> oh <my laughs> Dozens God. of people 
Diane had never met showed up. Which wow. took over a year. They had to settle the estate first, obviously, okay, before you can hand out any cars. Would, number one, uh, who's reading the obituaries that they say, oh, you know, a 16-year-old kid's going to show up. I, I bet you it made like a news story. But would you not think that was a scam if you read somebody's obituary and say, oh, by the way, my great aunt wants me to raffle off her, you know, Volkswagen bug. I think I might go out of curiosity. Really? Oh, absolutely. And by you're wrong. A lot of people read obits still. Why? Oh, absolutely. Why? Like morbid like, fascination. Oh, or, or I'm thinking they're estate, you know, buyers, and they go in and buy the furniture and stuff. Which is well, it used to, it's different now, but in New York, yeah. Do you read the obituaries to see what apartments are going to be open? Wow, never thought about that. Here's Gabriella. I'm just really excited to have a reliable car that I can, you know, start out my life with, and it's just a dream first car for me. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Okay, so if she wanted in a raffle, she could pay taxes on it, right? Uh, Probably, right? Maybe that was covered in the estate thing. That's I don't know. That's pretty cool. Wow. I love this idea. I think it's a great idea. Raffle off your stuff. Wow. I always wow. thought if I won Powerball, I would I would have a scavenger hunt and drive my family insane to get any money. Like you You're have to, evil. You have to find... <laughs> I would send them clues all over the world. <laughs> and how are they supposed to get there if they don't have the money to get there? Credit I mean, card, baby. Would you, would you give him the money to say, okay, we won the, you know, we got $140 million in the bank, but no, right now, that's here's a gamble. credit card. Get your own butt there. Should you survive? Like, that, like the Amer- the amazing race? Yeah, is it would that be like you that. Yeah, You're I would, crazy. I would do that to them. It would be great. You're horrible. <laughs> Some more headlines. Do we have a speaker of the house yet today? Will it happen? We'll talk about that coming up next. Hey, we got to go through, again, these Brightline prices. Too much. It's very expensive. That and more next. The self Florida Morning Show. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Today, a judge put on a gag order. I'll be the only politician in history that runs with a gag order where I'm not allowed to criticize people. Can you imagine this? Do you believe this? I'm not allowed to criticize people. Which gained him what? How many millions more votes? Wow. You try to silence one of the candidates. That's, of course you're going to get more support. And people, I mean, even if you don't like the guy, you got to go, really? How are you supposed to run for office if you can't talk about your opponents? Luckily for him and us, immediately after getting the gag order, the partial gag order out of New York, he had a scheduled date on stage right there in Iowa to talk about it. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that nice? Well, you know, he just because he they say he can't mention their names, there are ways for him to get around that. Oh, yeah. You know, you know he's going to say, oh, when he talks about Joe Biden, that sleepy guy that can't find his way off the stage. That might be even funnier. You know, because he doesn't mention his name. <laughs> Did they say he cannot make any reference to said candidates? You know, that's, like that's, indirectly? I mean, it's already a fuzzy gray line with free with uh, free speech rights. Right. I, so, uh, but I think you're right. I think he's going to have to be like, you know, somewhat um, clever in how he refers to these people. Just use the nicknames. You know? Not, and he could come back and say, I wasn't talking about him. What does he call Chris Christie? Fat. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but Chummy this, over there. This one's specifically to the New York case, so I don't know. But he also had all kinds of things to say yesterday. He was on a roll. This is my favorite line of the Iowa speech yesterday. Electric car- cars are good if you have a towing company. Other than that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> on the more serious stuff, he actually, we think this should be actually on a T-shirt. This is a great yeah. campaign rally because it's easy to understand and it, it sticks immediately. It's good persuasion. Biden has three major problems, and they all begin with the letter I. Inflation. Immigration and incompetence. You ever hear that one? 
Wow. I can see that on a bumper sticker. I can see it on a shirt. I can see it on uh, a banner. Mm-hmm. I can see it on everything. You're right. This is That'll be big. Maybe on his hat. Say MAGA. Three eyes. <laughs> uh, Jim Jordan, Speaker of the House, he's confident that that'll get done today. And as soon as that does get done, speaking of Trump, he will right. take full credit. You're probably right. He's always been a big Jim Jordan fan. Sure. The question would be, Trump was supposed to go to Capitol Hill. Uh, he canceled it probably in regard to what was going on in the Middle East. Uh, but he never did show up the night before. There was supposed to be the first vote, which was supposed to be Steve Scalise, which ended up not being Steve Scalise. So uh, did he campaign behind the scenes, though? You gotta, oh, right. You got to wonder. I don't know. Jim Jordan's confident now, though. He got uh, yeah. that guy with the incredibly bad hairdo. Oh, Mr. Lego Man. What's his Lego name? hair. What's his name? Mike Rogers. Him. <laughs> he, uh, he flipped. He was the staunchest opponent to him. So now you got people already saying, oh, I hope Jim Jordan, he's not making concessions already, but probably had to. But he's confident. This is him out of the session yesterday. Keep There's going over and over again. Tomorrow you expect multiple roll call Well, look, tomorrow. I felt good walking into the conference. I feel even better now. we got a few more people we want to talk to, listen to, uh, and then we'll have a vote tomorrow. It might get done today. Yeah. It really they, might. They did, Well, the first vote uh, and hopefully the final vote takes place at noon today or thereabouts. So they're going to work through lunch. That's something exciting. <laughs> I mean, come on. They've never done that before. So we shall see. So hopefully by the end of the day, we get a new Speaker of the House. Whether you like him or not, at least we get somebody. Because as they say, the House can't do anything unless they have a Speaker, which I can't quite understand anyway. Yeah. I mean, they eventually have to get this done. But in reality, has anybody's life been affected by this so far? No, I mean, they're no. always on vacation. Oh, we're taking another break. Three months later, they come back to the Capitol. It's like, <laughs> how many days do you people have off? It's been a week of less damage. That's probably a good thing. I, I don't know if this is less damaging or, I, I, I don't know. I guess if you use it a lot, Brightline unveiled these shared passes yesterday or non-shared passes. Those cost you more. Uh, and it depends on where you go. If you're going from West Palm to Miami or to Fort Lauderdale or Boca, they got one for those. Uh, it's uh, You can buy 12 rides, 30 days for a shared pass, $229. Ooh. But it's only 12 rides. I... So, I mean, so each leg, it's, I mean, you go to Miami, you come back, that's two rides gone right there. So you only got 10 left. I knew this is going to be expensive, not that expensive. And then they're talking about, is it a yearly pass or what's the pass no. that's 1200 bucks? No, that's just 90 days. <laughs> and that's a shared pass for a total of 12 rides to Orlando. Or maybe it's a little bit more. But still, you yeah, know, it's 12 rides. I don't see people doing this. Unless you had, if you lived in Miami and worked in Orlando or vice versa, and you had your employer kick in for this? I, who's going to do it? I don't know. $1,200. It's anywhere from you know Orlando to, to South Florida. I would assume that includes Miami or West Palm Beach, depending on where you pick it up at. But uh, it's a total of 12 rides valid for only 90 days. So maybe if you, if you want to see your kid who goes to the University of you know, Central Florida and, and you want to see him all the time and you want him or her to come back a lot, that's a lot of money, though. I'll take the wear and tear on the car. Yeah, there's no, no. And just the driving, no. I can't, I'm sorry, I can't see it. Now, here's the selling point. Brightline said yesterday it's designed for the traveler that frequently goes between South Florida and Orlando wants the ultimate flexibility. It's not that flexible for that long, though. Not at for that 90 price. 90 days? You know, that's three months. How many times you going to, and it's only 12 rides. Yeah, plus, you know how it works down here. Once the buzz wears off, it's out of mind for people, even yeah. if they see it by the road all the time. You know, are, are they going to? I remember the big thing about Brightline last year 
was they did uh, the Polar Express train, remember? <laughs> I wanted to take Nora for it. Even that was expensive, though. But they do that. So maybe they do that from here to Orlando. It would be way cool. It would be worth the investment. But I'm not paying 1200 bucks for 12 rides that I have to use in 90 days, even if it is shared. So they say you can share it between family and friends. So maybe you all chip in and you spend you know, a couple of hundred bucks each. But it's one trip for you to go to Orlando and back. I mean, so maybe no, it, 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 it. It, it still doesn't financially make sense to me. That makes no sense to me either. It, so. it can't be. I mean, I know they're trying to make up for the cost of this thing, but well, we, before it gets adjusted. It's a great question. You know what? And, and it was funny because somebody said the other day, I, I see it go through Stewart all the time. It's empty. Well, yeah, right. You know, and they have what? Is it 15 trains a day now from here to Orlando? I mean, they, they got to make up the money somewhere. The revenue's got to be coming from somewhere. So maybe they do yearly passes next. I don't know. That you good can luck. at least get a good break on. It when is a I lot of money. When I saw 1200 I thought, ooh, that's expensive for the year. It's three months. Yeah, it's 90 days. No, I mean, yeah, that's it. But it's only nah. 12 rides. It's not even like 90 days like every day. Right. It's not unlimited. It's 12 rides. Oh, boy. So if it's unlimited, maybe it's well worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you get somebody going to Orlando every day. I don't think so. Uh, it's a lot of money. All right, from Orlando to Boca to FAU, controversy has hit the campus after something that happened last Wednesday. Yeah, that's a big controversy, though. I'd be concerned. News is picking up on Mm. it about what was in the pro-Palestine rally from that one. And are you ready for flag football in the Olympics? A follow-up for Diener's story from earlier uh, in Rapid Fire. More details coming out about this. It's coming. I'm not excited about it at all. All right. More coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. You can always reach out. We'd love to hear from you. And thanks for joining us, the South Florida Morning Show. There's Jen, there's Diener, I'm Bill. All right, let's play a little uh, guess where this audio is from. Okay. Which pro-Palestine rally city did this happen? Now it was from Mass- a couple of days ago. It was from last week. Okay, Massachusetts. No, Harvard. Bo- wasn't Boston. Wasn't Harvard. Wasn't okay. New York or Chicago. All right. Uh, or L.A. They had a big one, too. That was FAU in oh. Boca Raton, and that's fine. I mean, there were rallies last week, and this was last Wednesday. You right. Know, all over the place. Here's something a little different, and it took through last week, through the weekend, into this week to confirm it. People were looking at it, and it's in ver- uh, several published stories this morning. I'm going by the dailywire.com. Okay. They matched up some of the pictures and video from the FAU and Boca rally, and they confirmed that there were Taliban flags being flown. Lovely. Well, that's not what you want. Holy cow. So That's not good. So if you, if you try to say that you're pro-Palestinian and not pro-Hamas, be hard to sell that if you're carrying a Taliban flag. Very much. Okay. You're not going to get anybody to, to support you on that cause. Except wow. terrorists, of course. Jeez. Dozens of protesters. It was uh, called Protest for Palestine, and there were several Taliban flags. There were Palestinian flags, more of those, and signs as they walked through the university's campus. It was about two hours, I guess, and there was a counter-protest by the, uh, you know, support Israel, we stand for Israel. A couple okay. of arrests, one lady got elbowed in the face, I guess. Yeah, by uh, yeah, a Palestinian supporter elbowed an Israeli woman. Right. I don't think the, I think the woman that got elbowed wasn't even a college student. I think she infiltrated as well. Mm. But, I, I mean, you know, if you want to go join a protest on a college campus and, you know, you're for either side, I guess you could just join up. It makes sense. So, unfortunately, as the story has gone from, like, the Harvard kids who are saying they're blaming Israel, this right. story has kind of developed into 
a really bad element mixed in with a lot of these pro-Palestinian uh, rallies. Unfortunately, FAU is becoming a focus of the story now. I, we should say this. The FAU response to this has been this statement. As ardent supporters of Israel, Florida Atlantic University vehemently opposes ongoing violence and loss of life witnessed this weekend in Israel, urges an immediate cessation of hostilities and further loss of life. Da, da, da. So obviously they stand with Israel. Well, obviously. And they do have a thin line to kind of balance here because they, they need to support students' free speech rights. But this is going a little too far. Yeah, but when you have a student on your campus supporting a terrorist organization, when does when does the free speech stop? That's the question. You know, where do so you do you, it, it had someone with the university stepped in and said, you know what, uh, give me the flag. You need to leave would have then been more violence, probably. And who would have known any college campus? Who would have known? It took days for them to confirm that these were even Taliban flags. Well, you said they got a new design. Is that why? I, that's, what, that's part of the story. It's their new design. <laughs> they what, change colors. What, not they, black what do they anymore? have? Like a Taliban marketing director? Is that what that is? <laughs> like, come on. Let's send this to IT. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, we even asked the question. Maybe the kids didn't know. But as a little goofy experiment in here, we went online in the studio computers, which will get us in trouble, and we said, what, you, how do you buy a, a Taliban flag? Like, it was a tough search. Yeah. You can't tell me you got a hold of Taliban flags and you didn't know what they are. Yeah. Either You had to work to get them. Either you made it or you right. knew somebody who could get it for you. Yeah, right. It's, it's not like you just go out and buy one. Uh, so you can't tell me they didn't know that they were carrying a terrorist organization's flag. So come on. What they is wrong with these kids? Would have had to have known. How can you hate? And, and if you're carrying a Taliban flag, that means you hate America. Then why are you here? Yeah, Go that, back to the Taliban. That's not good. No, it's it's not good at all. And, and well, if, what can a college do? Say that they're not going to allow any rallies? I don't know. There, I, I think there needs to be a, a law somewhere along the line where if you publicly support a terrorist organization, put it this way. If you're a terrorist in the United States and they know about it, the FBI comes and gets you. And, and they usually catch it because of stuff you're doing online. You know, well, so they're if supposed to. You know, if, well, suppo- it, it, so if you're sitting there and openly in the public, you're supporting a terrorist organization, why are you still here in America? Right. Uh, one that hates Americans. You know, it's not right. like they like us. They want us dead. Senator Tom Cotton, in fact, has uh, reached out and he has said that he's he's proposing uh, deporting college students who are not American, who are caught supporting terrorist organizations. I but how do blame you, them. How do you do that? I don't know. How do you say? It's, it's pretty simple to go up to these kids at the event and say, do you know what that flag represents? Oh, I didn't know. Sorry. Well, yeah. What are you do? Deport yeah. them over that? No. I and and the I but I'm just saying if you get look at that was it Dearborn Michigan they had what five thousand people that was massive and that yeah, was just was, yesterday and those are people that I mean in in general do they hate Jewish people I don't know do they hate anybody from Israel I don't know do they hate Americans probably but still to see that kind of hatred in any group it concerns me just whether they to, whether they hate Jews or right. they hate Catholics or they right. hate Protestants or they hate whatever. Anybody that harbors that much hate and there's that many of them together concerns me. It, Just si- saying. Since Israel, since the attack on Israel, it's been pretty eye-opening what we've seen here. Right. I, I expect that in London. Expect it in Paris. Well, here. and it's because they had open borders. Yep. Same thing. Destroyed their countries. Yep. All right. Okay. Better news. Better news, please. Although you're not too happy about this, are you ready for flag football in huh. the Olympics? In 2028. Dina was talking about this in rapid fire. It might have been even yesterday. I can't remember. But 
They got rid of some sports when we get it in 28. This is when it's in L.A. And returning are cricket, lacrosse, baseball, and softball. Okay. All-American sports. I, I feel think. good for softball because those those female softball players, when they dropped that, man, yeah, they got rooked. They, get, they did get rooked. So good for them. Uh, okay. Let me ask you this. Can you teach a Usain Bolt type of runner to play flag football? In four years? Hell yeah. Because that, that's if, if that's the case, because flag football is basically about how fast you can run. You're not run anybody, you're going to get a touchdown. Are you saying like Uganda is going to beat the U.S.? <laughs> it could very well be. <laughs> Just here's your one play. Go deep. <laughs> Go long. I mean, you know what? You get somebody who can throw and you get somebody like Usain Bolt running like all the way down the end of the, to the end zone. That's it. That's all it takes. All those great Jamaican track stars, they're going to they're gonna be beating the U.S. team? It could very well be. Well, I here's the know. difference because, you know, because you can have pro players now in the Olympics. NFL players have already expressed support. For playing. Really? Flag football in the 28 Olympics. Some retired, maybe some that were just never made it in the NFL. But okay, but can you see Patrick Mahomes hanging up his helmet for Kansas City? Right, that's who he plays for, right? Yeah. And then risking getting hurt playing in the Olympics? I can't imagine anybody that's a superstar is going to play flag football in the Olympics. Maybe they will. Wow, oh, I don't see it. That's the part I'm excited about, to see NFL players in the Olympics. Colin Kaepernick can finally oh, have a please, role. please, Lord. Is he fast? <laughs> yeah, he'll play for Palestine. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I, but I mean, I, I, I don't know. I understand you're playing for your country and stuff. Tyree I know the, the basketball players do it. Yeah. So. Tyree Kill from the Dolphins came out and was like, hey, let's get a squad together. So there are guys Again, who are interested. Again, it's going to be all the fastest people. All right, well, sure, let's do that's it. the name of the game. And there's no defense, uh, which is what, what the saying. NFL like... wants, which is why I think in 2030... Flag football will be the NFL. Oh, no. No, don't tell me that. Uh, they're, 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 okay. Really? Maybe that's too strong of a statement, but you know they're looking at this to see what the response is. Okay, but you it's get gonna... rid of all those concussion lawsuits they face. All right, so it'll be nice. You're going to watch a bunch of guys run games, fast. Games will be in the 70-point range, and the fantasy football dorks will love it. Oh, they would love this. Really? They I would. Think lo- it's... They've been pushing for flag football for years. I think after a couple of games, it'd be like, eh. No. Uh, uh. No. They no, love huh? it. Really? I don't know. What's the over-under on the uh, (laughs) Dolphins-Browns game? Oh, it's 130. (laughs) Again, if you're a track star, you'd be great at football now. I don't know. If you're going to play flag football. We'll see, but it's coming. Wow. Uh, Rapid Fire is coming up just in a couple of minutes past the bottom of the hour. We'll update you on some more headlines real quick coming up. The South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. That's right. It's time to get caught up. What are we hearing? What do we know? Uh, all kinds of variety in the stories today. Jen's got the first one. Well, this one, I don't even ever remember this happening at Lion Country Safari. A Texas family is dealing with thousands of dollars in damage to their car that was caused by Bear. a giraffe. Really? Oh, I bet they would. Listen to this. Did it jump on it? Yeah. Carrie Hill and her family, they were visiting this Fossil Rim Wildlife Center. You know, you drive through. Sure. They decided to feed the giraffe. The giraffe lost its balance and fell onto the top of the car. Oh. Then they they are huge. And then it panicked and it started flailing. It did $4,200 in damage to the car. Fortunately, no one was hurt. I I think that the the giraffe's going to be okay, too. They asked the park to refund the entry fee and to help 
with the insurance deductible. The park's like, sorry, your own responsibility. It's, you sign, you know, when you buy a Are ticket. Are you serious? Yeah, the park won't it's a, help It's them. a waiver? It's Yeah, it's not like, their like, responsibility. Like if you get hit by a hockey puck at a game? That's yeah. right. It's your fault? Yeah, well, well, until you get really hurt and then your fault doesn't, then it doesn't matter. But yeah, they just say it's your responsibility. All right, let me ask you this. I've never seen a giraffe fall before like that. This happens to you and the girls and Nora and you're going through some place, like, you know, some sort of a park. This happens. Even though they they throw the waiver at you. You still going to get your money? You going to a lawyer? Oh, I'm higher. I'm calling a lawyer while I'm sitting in my damaged car with a giraffe laying yeah. on top of me. Anybody would be, right? Yeah, it's 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 it doesn't look good for the park to say we're not going to help you. Right. You know, it, uh, unless of course they find out that maybe this family did something to scare the giraffe and they caused the giraffe to to fall. I don't know. I don't know how you make a giraffe fall. I mean, I'm sure they're easy to yeah, trip. Yeah, what did it fall tri- from? I know. They I just said it fell. Fall. No, I know. Neither I... have I. They said it lost its balance, fell on top of the car. Scary. Oh, That's huh? poor giraffe. I know. I'm glad it's okay. Yeah. Well, in the swamp, we've got a vote for a new Speaker of the House expected today, and they're telling us noontime. House Democratic Whip Catherine Clark confirms the vote on Representative Jim Jordan will happen. Unclear if he... We'll gather enough support to uh, secure the position, but they seem pretty confident about this. How do they vote? Do they, like, put their name down, like, right, you know, they put, it put in a hat. Jim Jordan, they put the name in a hat. Hopefully they put it in a stovepipe hat. And somebody, yeah, like an Abe Lincoln hat, right? <laughs> right? And then somebody just, you know, counts all the, how do they do it? I, I'm just curious. Is it like that? They write down the name? Well, it's definitely, I don't think it's electronic. It's yeah, like, it's... like they, they, you know, they just clear the board like they would for any other vote on a, on a, on a movement or something. I don't know. Okay. I was just curious. Only four votes can be sacrificed to win. That's how slim the margin is. Yeah, it's because he's not going to get any Democrats. No, but he slipped that guy with the horrendous wig. (laughs) The toupee. Mike Rogers. What did we call him yesterday? What did they say? Lego Lego hair man. Lego hair. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even listen to anything he said. I can't get past his hair. After we got off the the air yesterday, Bill goes, you got to come see this gent. (laughs) And it was the Lego man next to Mike Rogers. (laughs) It's like, oh my God, he does got Lego. Did you see that at dinner? It's a great meme. I haven't seen the meme, (laughs) though, but it sounds funny. (laughs) It's hysterical. So I don't know. may happen today. Uh, I don't know how many rounds it's going to go, but the vote starts at noon. Well, that's... Wow. It's going to be interesting to watch. I don't think it's going to be as uh, contentious as the last one. Hmm. No, I, 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 think, I think by twelve, by 1 o'clock, you're going to have a new speaker. I think he's going right. to win this one. We'll see what happens. We hopefully. So there's been, there's been a very interesting trend, guys, and then it's, it's continuing now. Remember last week I said there was a rapper named Sexy Red? Oh, yeah. Remember Sexy Red? Sexy yes. Red. And she came out and said that she was supporting Donald Trump. She's like, I'm all for Trump. Let's mm-hmm. go. Kodak Black, who is a famous rapper from down here, actually. He's mm-hmm. a big, like, South Florida guy. Goes to games and things like that. He's come out for Trump. And there's a couple of other rappers who've done the same. And now, a pretty big name in the rap game, Waka Flocka. And I'm not like, making... No, like, Waka no, I'm, Flocka? I'm serious. I'm not even being facetious, I have all too. of his albums. I know, right? <laughs> like, he actually is a big name in, in rap. He came out yesterday, just tweeted out, Trump 2024. Wow! And everybody, like, lost their minds. It's... It's funny to talk about because it seems so different, but I think it's indicative of what we've been saying. Trump supporting the black community. These polls aren't wrong. Well, it's skyrocketing. When he was here, remember the, con- right. the convention center, that one supporter has got up and said, before he said, I got on stage, he told me I had 42% of the African-American vote. I, I think he's got all of it, so now, Yeah, now when you hear a story like that, doesn't that sound about right? So are they going to have like a rap concert fundraiser for I hope Trump? so. <laughs> Listen, Vivek already wrapped M&M, so you yeah, never know. I mean, 
What if Waka Flocka comes up with the official Trump rap song? Let's do it. Oh, that's hysterical. I'm in. It's a- <laughs> We're going to replace uh, Proud to be an American with Waka Flocka. <laughs> That'd be amazing. It's interesting, though. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's an intriguing of, trend. I, I have noticed this, though. There are more and more high-profile people coming out not afraid to show their support for yeah. him, including, by the way, the Bosa boys right. from the NFL. Really? Yeah, like outwardly. Yeah. Also from down here, they went to St. Thomas Aquinas. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, they're stars, huge stars in the NFL, both of them. Chargers wow. and 49ers. Yeah. Um, uh, could it be, too, that what's happening around the world, as as Trump said, the three eyes, immigration, incompetence. And inflation. And inflation. And All you got to look is... On, on two different things. He's looking more and more like he was right about a lot of stuff. We know that. The second thing is, the way they've treated him, they're not even trying to hide it now, on a larger scale, like with the gag order yesterday, right. is a lot of the way that a lot of African Americans have been treated by the court system. They mm-hmm. relate to it. So true. So they true. get it. Right. But you know what? You also just sit back and say, God, you know, all the things I thought he was just BSing about, he was telling the truth about. Mm-hmm. And in a terrible economy, which, let's face it, has been for the past two and a half to three years. It's who gets, who gets affected the worst? Yeah. People yep. stuck in poor black communities. That's who. It's a yep. lot of awakening going on. There's no doubt. By the way, the UAW strike continues, and Ford yesterday offered an ultimatum. Get your act together. or we're, I think they're going to fire everybody. Oh, wow. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. However, how many people do you know that ever got eaten by a, a whale? Uh, Jonah. Jonah. Though I never met him. Jonah was the... Geppetto. Yeah. Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> <They're> <laughs> Pinocchio, right? A surprising Geppetto. amount of whale stories. There are. A new documentary is telling the tale of a province town, Massachusetts, Lopthaman. Said he was nearly swallowed by a whale. We had this story at the time. Remember? We Remember. Did. Michael Packard was on a dive in the summer of 2021 yep. when he said what felt like a truck hit him, and then everything went dark. Eventually, <laughs> Packard's crewmate witnessed the whale spit Packard out to the surface of the water. Please tell me it was through the blowhole. I don't know how he spit him out, but <laughs> Packard suffered injuries, including a broken leg. I, I, I would assume he's okay because now they have a film called In the Whale. They're going to screen it at several New England film festivals this weekend. And so you get to see it. I, I would eventually assume it's going to make it somewhere. This guy's like a prophet. Can you believe that? He's a, a whale biblical ate him. figure. He is. A whale ate him and spit him out. I want now, to see this. Around wow. that same time, this is a different story. This was in Boston Harbor. We had these guys. It's a baby <laughs> real man. <laughs> I'll never you. forget them. <laughs> that was one of the great. What, Jay! What, 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 <laughs> did we ever figure out what it was? It was a... Uh, some blob type fish that was on its side and they couldn't figure out it was. Oh, okay. But but this guy baby wheel man. He it was goes, hysterical. It's the, my favorite YouTube video of all time. And it was just like the eighth anniversary of it. Oh, is it really? Ago. Yeah, they had a big anniversary oh, of it. The baby oh, really? Wheel. The baby whale? He just got paroled and they were fishing in Boston Harbor. This guy went from oh, Jay, you gotta grab we gotta take that to the aquarium or something. <laughs> and then he went to Jay, we gotta catch that and eat that. <laughs> Oh, it was pretty good. All right. Um, <laughs> in the world of the swamp and politics, we were just talking about Trump. He says the limited gag order against him in his federal election interference case is unconstitutional, but they did issue that just yesterday. That's wonderful. Yeah. So great. <laughs> and here's, here's what it breaks down to. It prohibits him from making statements publicly targeting special counsel Jack Smith and his staff. Okay. Court staff. 
Because remember we called the chick uh, Chucky Schumer's girlfriend? No, that's true, too, yeah. <laughs> and any potential witnesses. Ah. So, he's, he, does, he can make fun of anybody he wants. But he can disparage <laughs> the Justice Department at large, the judge said. So, he'll just focus his all of his rage and ire towards the Department yeah, of Justice. He put up a picture of the judge's clerk with Chucky Schumer <laughs> and said, Chucky Schumer's girlfriend is calling the shots. <laughs> while, while he was in court, he yeah. posted it. I'm like... Probably not the thing to do, Donald. Oops. I think that's the one that got him in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Oops. <laughs> so, guys, a little update here on, I think, a story that is changing baseball. What? It's never going to be the same. The Texas Rangers. That's right. Who were just completely mediocre through halfway through the season, caught fire, found inspiration, fought their way into the playoffs. Oh, God, not this team. Swept through the first round. <laughs> And now find themselves up 2-0 in the pennant against the Astros. They've won both games in Houston, going back to Arlington up 2-0. Two wins away from a World Series. And why are they this hot? Why have they found inspiration? Because they found the Lord's Band. That's right. Are we giving Creed credit for the Texans? Listen to the explosions in the background. I know. They started playing you. Creed, and they turned this season around. I told when, you this okay. was going to happen. Nothing's going to stop they, them. When did they start playing Creed? Uh, like what? a couple of months it ago? It was just about mid-season, right around the All-Star game. And somebody was playing it in the, in the dugout one day, and they said, what is that? They said, I don't know. My dad told me about this band. <laughs> <laughs> and they right. played a whole album. <laughs> we said and this was going to happen. That We had this story. Bill had this story last week about how the Rangers were using Creed's music as inspiration. They haven't lost. They're so hot. They're unstoppable. And now it's just further proof. They're up 2-0 in the ALCS over the World Series defending champions, the Houston Astros. Wow. And it's all because... Of Creed. I'm telling you. You're right. I said last week when Bill brought this up, they're going to win the World Series. They look Holy really cow. good. They do. They're, they're really hot. So they they, they got to win, what, four? Uh, Is it the best out of seven? Exactly. Right. Yes. So they need two more wins to go to the World Series. And they're going home. Yep. Oh, well, it might be all. Do they play two at home? Is it 2-2, two, two, then 1-1, one, 1-1, one, exactly. one, 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 right? Yeah. If they don't book Creed to show up for one of these games... Or play at the World Series if I know. they get there. They, they have, have to be really stupid. At the World Series. Oh, Just perfect. think, I mean, Scott Stapp's got to do something. He's got a lot of free time. <laughs> so I mean, go. They're working again. <laughs> Let's go, are, Rangers. Are they back? Are they even together? Yeah, they had the Creed cruise. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Up. Yes. <laughs> well, we're going to have to cancel the cruise because they got to go to Texas. <laughs> God, I love it. All right, we'll wrap it up with uh, a couple of different kinds of stories coming up next, including this. If you think that no one pays in cash anymore, you're pretty much right. That and headlines next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Thanks for hanging out with us. The South Florida Morning Show. There's Jen. There's Diener. I'm Bill. One quick little headline before we go into one lifestyle thing and then get out of here for you. Get out of your way. Get into Kilmeade. Well, looks as though noontime, high noon in Washington, D.C. on the Hill. That's when they're going to vote for the new speaker. They think Jim Jordan's going to get the votes. Well, hopefully he has to get all but four. Uh, other Republican votes because he's not going to. I don't think any Democrats are going to vote for him. But that's besides the point. That's a uh, slim margin, though. Uh, it is. He doesn't have much room. And the biggie was yesterday. Mike Rogers. I don't know what was offered. I don't know what was uh, guaranteed to J- Mike Rogers. But he flipped mm. halfway through yesterday. Okay, now I'm going to support Jim Jordan. So we shall see. I think Jim Jordan's going to make a great Speaker of the House. Yeah, I think he will too. Just because he seems like a no nonsense guy. But we'll see if it happens today.
Here's a lifestyle question we didn't get to. Do you, how often do you pay for things with cash? Because I am all, almost never now. N- never. And and I get caught all the time and let's say, oh, it's only cash. It's like, oh, God. They did a new poll, the banks did, to try to find out who does. 7% of people said they always pay in cash. Just 7% always. Really? Here's the interesting thing. It's not who you think. Young adults, the most likely to say they always pay in cash. Why would really? that? Why would that be? I don't know. I would think that they only have you know you know the phone wallet things. I not me. Maybe they lost all their credit cards. <laughs> Could very well be. I never have cash though. I think I got like fifty cents in my wallet I right know. now. Anyway, fifty cents and everybody else. We're all leaving. We'll be back tomorrow morning at six o'clock. Can't thank you enough for being here. Have a great day. See you tomorrow.